the next assignment that the universe is trying to deliver to you, the next step, the next action, the next decision, the next idea, it's going to be delivered to you this month via this surrender. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey, you, welcome back. Welcome to episode 90 and your November 2021 numerology guide. So in numerology, November is a seven universal month. It's a 16-7. The seven is about depth, solitude, deeper understanding. But the 16-7 is really about bringing those of us deep down into our truths, deep down into the humility of our values if we have been led astray. November, this seven universal month, might for some of us bring us to our knees. And let's talk about why this is a good thing. But before we do, Thank you to all of you who have rated and left reviews for this podcast. Thank you to those of you who have donated to support this work. Thank you to Animistic Art. Thank you, Jessica. It means the world to me. And if you find the Numerology Chick podcast helpful and you want to support this work, you can share it with friends and family. You can donate. There's always a link in the show notes to do so. And you can rate it over on your podcast app. Regardless, thank you for being here. Now let's dive in. So we're being brought to our knees. And that doesn't sound like a positive thing, right? But being brought to our knees is only bad if we don't know that there's a loving ground zero that's beneath us, that supports us, that bolsters us, that, that's got us. So the seven... So November can bring those of us to our knees who have moved too far up, too much away from our soil, from the humility of our values, from those pure things that catalyzed us in the first place. The seven can bring those of us down to our knees who may have been starving up on the surface of life, distracted and unfulfilled by matter, by matters that don't really matter. (laughs) The seven is beautiful. It awakens deeper meaning, deeper value, true fulfillment. It helps us dive into the spiritual foundation of our life and of our dreams. So this month, yeah, we're being brought to our knees. We're being asked to surrender and come back home to where we came from. Now let's talk about the ways that this can look. What does it look like when we're being brought to our knees? What does it look like if we perhaps are one of those individuals who have just 
become uprooted from our values, from what really matters. Well, it might look like that existential crisis where you're like looking out the window as the sun is setting, (laughs) thinking to yourself, wait a minute, why am I here? Why am I doing this? What is this all about? It can look like confusion, but confusion that's not remedied by logic, confusion that's not remedied by a pros and cons list, confusion that isn't remedied by processing with your coach or counselor, your friends, where you say to yourself, where do I go? What do I do next? And being brought to our knees can also look like just being stuck, like... Why is it that no matter what I do, nothing is happening? All of these are signs of something bigger and greater happening. All of these are signs that it's time to surrender and to come back home. That there's something that you need to lean into. There's something that you need to allow that you might not be seeing right now. People associate surrender with giving up, with waving the white flag, of like totally letting go to the point that you are just floating aimlessly, just thrown about by the whims and the the situations and circumstances around you. But that's not what we're talking about here. Surrender is a letting in. It's like we're leaning back into and settling into something bigger and greater, more powerful than us. It's letting that presence in. That presence envelop you, love you, and guide you. So maybe the word this month isn't surrender. Maybe we are, maybe you are, leaning back into Yeah, being brought to our knees is a leaning back into the place from which we came. It's you curling up in the bed of that cosmic home, you know, the bed sheets of your creator, where that sense that isn't yours yet is so homey and familiar where it calms you, where you're held by the sound of the footsteps, so busy, so protective in the other room, where you can rest and go to sleep, be a child again just for a moment where you can nap into that web of nothingness and everything. That's surrender. That's being brought to our knees. I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to teach you how to lean into and curl up into that cosmic home so that you can, from there, ask questions. From there, receive answers. From there, receive the next assignment in your incredible journey. The six comes before the seven. Responsibility, that's the six, comes before depth, deeper meaning, and surrender. That's the seven. Why is that? 
It's interesting, isn't it? I think what it says is that true deeper meaning, the clarity that you seek, the problem solving that you're needing, the spiritual support that you've been hungry for is first catalyzed by commitment. By becoming responsible for something, by saying the vow. And that's what we did last month. I think this is really important to talk about. That a lot of the time we might feel abandoned by our spiritual life. We might feel that we can't trust ourselves to relax, to rest, to luxuriate into a nap, to listen, to slow down long enough to listen to that bigger and greater energy. We feel that way because we feel as though we've been abandoned by our creator. But so much of the time, the reason that we experience that abandonment, that dynamic of, gosh, my prayers just aren't being answered. A lot of the time that's because we're simply not understanding what surrender really might look like. Surrender isn't, I'm no longer responsible. Surrender is not, I'm no longer accountable. Surrender is none of those things. Surrender is, this is on my heart. This desire is on my heart. But I don't know what else to do. I can't figure it out. The doorway isn't yet here for me to know how to move into and lean in to this thing that's so important to me. Please help. That's surrender. It's leaning into that bigger and greater energy and asking for help and then knowing that the answer is not going to come via your mind, your problem solving, via you figuring it out. It is going to come to you as an inspired thought. It's going to come to you when you are waking from slumber, when you are in the shower, when you're on the walk. It's going to come to you like a wild bird. It's just going to land on your shoulder when you're at rest. You can't go and grab this wild bird. The wild bird only lands on your shoulder at rest. The next assignment that the universe is trying to deliver to you, the next step the next action, the next decision, the next idea. It's going to be delivered to you this month via this surrender. Via leaning into your cosmic best friend. I've taken a YouTube hiatus. I'm no longer making YouTube videos um, so that I can write my book. I've talked about this over on Instagram, but my book is going to be about the zero, my most favorite number. The zero to me is God. The zero to me is that infinite field of intelligence that I'm talking about here, right? Your cosmic best friend, your creator, the place that you came from, the place that you'll go back to when you're done here. 
What a lot of people don't know about the zero or what quantum physicists call the zero point field is that it needs you. It needs your friendship. It needs your companionship. Oftentimes we feel abandoned by that bigger and greater energy, but it's always there. It needs us to reach out our hand. It needs us to lean back into that warm blanket of its bigger presence. It needs us to get clear on what it is that's on our heart, what it is that we desire, and to ask for help, and then to listen. To listen. Quantum physicists, when they look at this zero-point field in the most powerful microscopes known to man, they are enchanted. I mean, to the point where physicists, even nowadays, they cannot explain what they see. What they see is that all physical matter is made up of mostly empty space. Everything physical is made up of 99.999% empty space. They call it the zero point field, but it's not this passive void. It seems as though the observer affects the zero point field. These quantum physicists found and then coined this dynamic, the observer effect. They found that the scientist could influence the outcome of their experiments. The scientist could influence when and where a particle, a physical thing would pop into existence. Now, this might sound nerdy or this might be really abstract, but what this means and what this says is yes, there is a bigger and greater energy that pervades all of existence. That the way that we see things with our eyes isn't how it actually is underneath the surface. But the biggest miracle of all is that this field of energy responds to us. But we have to surrender to it. We have to lean into it. We have to ask it for help. So this is how we're going to do it. Step one, take responsibility for the dream or desire that you have right now. And when I say take responsibility, it just means refocus, regroup for this desire that's on your heart. Say, this is mine. I own this desire. I say yes to it. I say a vow. This is the desire. This is the thing that I want, that I want to create with you, creator. Step two, ask for help. Yeah, <laughs> ask for help. It's a very important part of leaning in to this energy is admitting that you don't know the answer and you're not supposed to. Here in November, you're not supposed to know the answer. So admit it and ask for help. The doorway of spiritual guidance never opens if we are assuming that we, our logical mind, is the only place where we are going to receive guidance. You must admit that you don't know. So ask. Cosmic best friend, source, universe, God, I call it the zero point field, zero. I need help. Guide me. Talk to me. Tell me what is the next step. 
deliver it to me. Step three, listen. In November, it's so important to listen. It is so important to take a nap, to go on nature walks, to do yoga, to lie in the grass, to find your own version of peace, serenity, and solitude. Even if it's just your five-minute shower in the morning, when no one is bothering you, there's nobody that you need to take care of. Find that time and just allow yourself to listen. The wild bird will land on your shoulder in these moments when you are curling up in the metaphorical bed and refuge and hearth of your cosmic home, of the infinite. And the last step, step four, is act on the inspired guidance that you receive. You got to act on it. You got to believe in the inspired guidance that you receive enough to act on it. I can't tell you how many clients I talk with every day who they already are taking responsibility for the dream. They're already asking and they're already listening, but they don't act. They say to themselves, but that, that little inkling of an idea, it's stupid. I shouldn't sit down and spend a half hour writing this article. No, there's other things that are more important. Oh, this idea that I have to start my own jewelry line. God, it's just a fun hobby. That's not the answer that I've been looking for. <laughs> oh, I, I shouldn't have that conversation with my boss. No, no, that's not the inspired guidance that, that I was wanting. You got to act on that inspired guidance. You got to develop the bravery to do so. To trust your your relationship to this bigger and greater energy. To use your physical reality like as a um a playground. A lab where you can take these little pieces of inspiration, these ideas, these thoughts and start to implant them through your focused action in your everyday life. It's key. It's important. And it truly is what you've been seeking. You've been seeking solutions. You've been seeking clarity. You've been seeking to be unstuck. You've been seeking to come out of that sense of confusion and superficiality and come deep down into I know why I'm here I know what I'm doing I feel that something bigger and greater is guiding me into the next level of my life these four steps are daily requirements to become that person spiritual people aren't born that way spiritual people are well practiced they're focused They are skilled best friends with this cosmic energy. 
they know how to reach out their hand and they know how to be a trustworthy, accountable companion to it. These are the keys. These are the keys to using November for what it was meant to be. (laughs) A month where we're brought to our knees so that we can be reminded there is a loving ground zero that is beneath us, that's supporting us, that's bolstering us, that is sending the miracles that we've been asking for. But you got to pick up the phone (laughs) when the phone rings. Okay, guys, please comment on the blog. What is the number one thing that stood out to you in this month's guide? And if you want a reminder of these four steps, they will be in the show notes. You can copy and paste them, print them out, put them on your refrigerator, put them by your bedside. And also in the show notes, there will be a link to work with me one-on-one. I now have some openings both for my one-month program and my two-month program. If you're wanting to dive into your personal numbers, I am here. And I'm sending you a lot of love.